For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson, and welcome to the latest readout video from our Wednesday Wake Up newsletter. Starting with news about another video, a historian looks at climate change that pokes fun at the Sherlocks who periodically discover that my PhD is in history, perhaps by looking at my Climate Discussion Nexus online biography, and proceed to claim that while they want everyone to get engaged and vote on climate change, you have no right to think for yourself unless you have an appropriate certificate in Thinkology. Meanwhile, the newsletter itself deals with this scary new report of a 38 degrees Celsius reading inside the Arctic Circle. It sounds scarier in Fahrenheit because there it's 100 degrees. Now, it's only a few kilometers inside the Arctic Circle, and it's in a place famous for extreme heat as well as cold. It nearly reached that temperature in 1988. And the new reading is unverified. But you know how it is with climate science. We're all going to die. Hit print. Though speaking of the uncertainty that really exists around climate, we also look at a new study saying the seabeds are old and deep because of continental drift. See, even measuring things like sea level rise are actually complicated. We think the continents will come back together, but we're not sure. We're not sure whether these deeper oceans make the planet colder or warmer, or how, or why. But again, we know man-made climate change is causing the seas to rise, and you know, we're all going to die. Possibly laughing, because it seems that cows as well as penguins excrete laughing gas. That's nitrous oxide, or N2O. But luckily, white clover eats it even after the cows eat the clover. It seems nature is very complicated, weird, and funny. Or as alarmism is very straightforward and more than a little bit humorless. Including a story saying, well, if penguins aren't dying because there's too little ice because of warming, they're dying because there's too much ice. Once again, we're all gonna feel. Now, meanwhile, over in Germany, it seems they're big on another gas. This one is hydrogen, the energy of the future since at least 1838. And one of the things that's appealing about hydrogen as a fuel is that when you burn it, you get nice, unpolluted water. The problem is you have to get the hydrogen out of the water first by electrocuting it, which takes, newsflash, more energy to do than you get back. So, once again, no perpetual motion machine. Dang it all. And now, a word from our sponsor. And that's you, wherever you are. When we started the Climate Discussion Nexus, we talked about the support of ordinary Canadians. But it turns out that we've been hearing from people on every continent, except I think Antarctica. The penguins have yet to weigh in. And we're delighted to see this kind of response. So I want to ask you to do a couple of things. One of them is, if you're not already a subscriber to the YouTube channel, please click that button. Because when other open-minded people are looking for independent sources of information on climate change, they're more likely to find our channel if it has more subscribers. And the other thing I want to ask you to do, we've got tens of thousands of YouTube subscribers. And we'd like to ask you, if you're enjoying the work that we do, also to sign up for the Wednesday Wake Up newsletter. You can find that at climatediscussionnexus.com, and we'd love to have you as a subscriber to that too, wherever you are, including, and I want to make this absolutely clear, the South Pole. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. In the newsletter, we also take a shot at oil companies who, contrary to alarmist propaganda about how well they fund deniers like us, and we wait to check, 
are actually very much inclined to agree that their product destroys the planet and return just asked to be executed last. We remind them of Churchill's quotation that each one hopes that if he feeds the crocodile, the crocodile will eat him last, and we caution them the crocodile has a very big stomach. There's a great deal more in the newsletter, including another of our 1919 or 2019 quizzes. This time we visit beautiful mountainous Vancouver to see whether those mountains there trap and squeeze more rain clouds than they used to because of man-made CO2. Look at the chart, try and guess which line is 1919, which line is 2019. And this week we kick off another series. We noticed last week Forbes' rather feeble attempt to cancel Michael Schellenberger for his apology for 30 years of global warming alarmist hysterics. And now what we're doing is we're starting to take a systematic look at some of the specific points he makes about things the alarmists say are happening that the data says are not happening, beginning with the supposed increase in wildfires. So, if you like what you see in the newsletter, if you like what you hear in these videos, please visit the site, that's climatediscussionnexus.com, share our work, and if you're not already a backer, give us the price of a cup of coffee every month to help us spread the word. For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Romson.